It's on tape. We can edit it. Oh, yes. Sexy. Baby. Artistic Whispers Productions presents... Antithesis Book One, Predestination, and Other Games of Chance. A podcast novel written and performed by J. Daniel Sawyer. Author contact information at www.jdsawyer.net. With original music by Danny Shade. This story contains harsh language, sexual situations. Listener discretion is advised. And now, Dealing In, Episode 8, Part 2. Hello, hello, and welcome to Dealing In. Dealing is the feedback show for the stories of J. Daniel Sawyer. Uh, that's me, by the way. Currently, we're talking about Predestination and other games of chance. Predestination is a serial novel with lots of suspense and turns on surprises. If you are not current up through episode 24, stop, wait, go back, and listen now. Heavy spoilers are ahead. How can you be on this show? Well, you can send audio or text in to me at dan at jdsawyer.net. Questions, comments, criticisms, attaboys, and death threats are all welcome. You can also comment on the blog at antithesis.jdsawyer.net, and you can call and leave voicemail at area code 206-350-5739. And we're back with the voicemail section of Dealing In. And uh, we're going to kick things off here with a little bit of uh, love and wisdom from Nobilis. Hey, Dan, this is Nobilis calling. This is a comment on Chapter 24. Um, and here it is. Damn! <laughs> Nobilis is consistently the um, the most pithy and dense commentator in the potosphere. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm not, not that we're calling you dense, Nobilis. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's in co- dense density of content. Mm. It's uh, getting a damn from Nobilis over a sex scene. That's quite a thing. I, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm very flattered. Um, check out Buried Alive in the Blues. <laughs> you might like that even more. Wow, Dan. I'm thoroughly entertained by the fact that the latest episode opens up to a Mexican standoff, and I am also greatly entertained by the fact that we get more of an insight on what motivates Shelley. Really enjoying this podcast. You're doing a great job with all the voices and the storyline in general. You, sir, can do more with words than an artist can do with paintbrushes, and I... Wow. I don't care what people say about J.C. Hutchins or Chris Lester or P.G. Holmes. Hey. You, sir, are the ones setting the bar for quality as far as podcasting is concerned. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, I'm going to take some of my favorite episodes of Antithesis and pass them along to my sound guy to listen to and tell him to use them as a measuring stick for when I start podcasting my own novel. Look forward to keeping up conversations on Twitter and everything, and I can't wait to see where this story goes. Bye now. Hey, Dan, forgot to say in my last voicemail that this is Eldon K.R. from the Banter Over Cigarette Podcast, found at boacblogcast.wordpress.com. Keep up the good work. Bye-bye. Thank you for identifying yourself, Eldon. Now Chris knows where to come to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) I may not know where you live, but I can find out. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's incredibly high praise indeed. 
And as far as having the best produced <laughs> podcast around, I think I have to agree with you. Dan is definitely setting the bar. Wow. Thank you. Um, all of you that just heard that, please spread the word around the potosphere, particularly uh, people that listen to like PG Holyfield and some of Sigler's more recent stuff who are obviously audiophile junkies uh, or are T. Morris's fans. Because <laughs> um, people who like that kind of production. Now, by the way, uh, uh, dude that does the Leviathan Chronicles, if you're listening, uh, I would totally dig some reciprocal promo play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> played, played your promo a little while ago. But, uh, yeah, um, hey, even if the writing sucks, I, I have good production. <laughs> writing doesn't suck. You're just writing for an exceedingly literate audience. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's uh, that's why I did the uh, did the high production values in the first place. I was like, well, if the writing doesn't hook them, maybe the sound will. That was exactly <laughs> my motivation for the way that I wrote uh, or set up Metamore City. Because it really, was, yeah, I was I had not really gotten a lot of feedback about the the first few stories when I put them out on my mailing list, mm. and I was like, well, is this, <laughs> is this going to work or not? And then I thought, well. Best thing I can do is just make it the most kick-ass production that I possibly can, so that I pull people in with the feel and mood of the setting, and hopefully get them hooked that way until mm -hmm. they they realize that it's worth listening to. Yep. Twisted mind thinks a lot. Twisted minds think alike. Uh huh. <laughs> Dan, Dan, it's Tristan. I know I was supposed to send you feedback for the last episode, but to be quite frank, I had to get it in to the prison since I told you I was in prison. <laughs> uh, just saying, you made it. Don't worry. I had to trade a lot of things that I do not want to mention, even for an explicit rated podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Well, you just made an ass of yourself that way. Have <laughs> sex pretty much defines that, or pretty much defines what I did. And... It was rather iconic when I first found out about it. Oh, Anyways. Oh, it gets more painful. Okay. <laughs> this is another weed I, call. I, gotta go. I, I, I know this might be late, but... Uh, um, anyways, all I just got to say is, you did a good job. Keep it up. <laughs> but if it stays up for more than four hours, call a doctor. <laughs> Alrighty. It's got to uh, be another weed bye. call. There was actually no feedback in that whole thing. <laughs> Tristan, <laughs> open the window, throw the reefer out the window. <laughs> so you're still in school. <laughs> I may give you a referral. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, Chris is grabbing for something to shoot me with now. Quick, on to the next voicemail. I have to say, you get some of the most amusing feedback. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, this is Jarrett from Pennsylvania, and I started listening to Antithesis about three or four days ago. Uh, so far, I've been pretty hooked. Um, I just got done watching episode seven, and it's been pretty damn good so far. I like it. Um, I've been slowly catching up. Uh... I heard about you guys from the Metamore City podcast feedback shows. Woohoo! So I figured I'd give you a listen, especially since uh, I caught up with Metamore City just in time for the hiatus. Woo! <laughs> but, um, so far everything's been really cool. I really like the show. Other than 
a part in episode 7, which really pissed me off. <laughs> when he got the um, the message from his, uh, I think it was, you said father-in-law. Uh, he would be uh, Bill Shelley, by the way. Oh, no, no, he's talking Percy. about Percy. Oh, Percy, you're right. The father-in-law Hello. is Bill Shelley. Hey, uh, don't ignore me. I only wrote the thing. <laughs> I'm not on the right drugs right now. I kind of guessed at that point, with the way he reacted, that it could be a mission to knock off her. Um, but no, not well. He didn't end up killing her. But I just don't understand how he could do that to someone he truly seems to love. Uh, how he could put her through that, how he could hurt her in that way, and how he could pretty much destroy her thoughts of the future by making her think he was dead. Uh, I'm interested to see how you show us justification in this act. Um, keep up the good work. Uh, I wish I had some good death threats for you, but not all that <laughs> creative. <laughs> you have a good day. Thank you very much, Jared. And uh, yeah, everybody, everybody says that when they get to episode seven. And um, I don't think I've actually explained what's going on in Percy's head yet. But uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I think it's safe to say that you can't, you know, he, he is a man who had two deep loyalties that were built into his psyche and that asking him to play one of those against the other has created a crack in his already delicate grip on reality that is going to unravel in spectacular fashion. Assuming that he survives Volish. Assuming he survives Which Volish. He may not. Right. Because he, Volish would like to do very bad things very, to him. Very, very bad things. <laughs> hey. Pers- things that you'll dream about when you're 90. <laughs> Can you blame him? No. Per- Percy killed his boyfriend. Yep. Goodness. Yep. But, uh, yeah, one way or another, uh, Percy has um, has kicked the pebbles off the top of the mountain, and uh, his legacy lives on and echoes through all the following books. Insert here the sound clip from Babylon 5 of Kosh. <laughs> yes. The avalanche has already started. started. It, it is, is too, too late, late for, for the, the pebbles, pebbles to vote. vote. Okay. And our final voicemail for this almost final episode of uh, Dealing In For Predestination. We're actually going to have another, we're going to have a wrap-up feedback show two weeks after the final episode drops. After the final episode drops, there will also be some special features coming up to uh, prime you guys for Down From Ten and Free Will and other fun stuff like that. Um, But... um, and there's also, of course, going to be the 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 winners of the "What the Hell Is Senator Shelley Up To" contest will be announced. But until then, here is the final voicemail. I think you know who this is. I'm experimenting with my laptop's mic in a room far, far away from my annoyingly loud power source, which <laughs> even managed to tick me off last week when I was listening to you answer my questions. So, I just listened to your latest episode of Antithesis, and it was very awesome. I will have to say one thing. This was probably the best in production terms I have ever seen You come out of your channel. The sound effects were well done. 
and the acting was well done. The voices, the soundscape, like uh, their panning was really, really well done. And then, one of the coolest things, you peop, your show isn't... Your feedback show, your feedback, your fans, I guess, don't give enough credit to Danny Shade. I'm sure you do. I agree. <laughs> Danny Shade has an amazing way of creating atmosphere that I haven't... He 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 like he was born to write theme music. It was great. I was happy as hell. <laughs> I'm looking forward Shade to hearing the last rocks. six episodes. I'm looking forward to. Um, We're down to the last three now. Things. So, I also appreciate all the help you guys have been. You got you and Chris and have given me so much feedback and talks. I, I appreciate it. And now as all your projects are starting to wrap up, I'm starting to feel a little touched, you know? <laughs> I've been oh, listening no. to Predestination since uh, the first time I had ever heard about Daniel Sawyer. And I've been listening to Metamore City now for a few months. My first uh, big podcast crushes, I guess, were those two books. <laughs> We've got a stalker, man. <laughs> he is not my rock. stalker. I, I don't know how long, I don't know when the next feedback's going to be. You got a different might, stalker? You might not make any stalker. before the next feedback show. And I just wanted to say that this was a great run. And season two, from what I've been hearing, is going to be even better. Free Will and Other Compulsions just sounds like an awesome title. And <laughs> Too bad it's changing. I heard rumor no, well, that... It's free Will. Dan is stepping his foot into Metamore City, which makes me interested even more. And that is true. Dan is stepping into Metamore City for season two. One of the opening stories in season two of Metamore City is going to be a locked room murder mystery set on a space station where there's no magic, where there is no magic or <laughs> extremely limited magic, no yes. ambient magic. Right. And so they can't just use a divination to find out who did it. And time is running out and air is running out. <laughs> and there's also a threat that might destroy the world as we know it. Mm. Just to amp up the tension a little bit more. So, yes, <laughs> it's very cool stuff. You guys are going to start to see some of the whispers and signs and portents of things to come in future seasons of Metamore City, um, putting the pieces into place, and Dan's playing a big part in that with this story, and I'm very excited to see what he puts up there for it. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. <laughs> and, by the way, it will solve the man-love deficit. <laughs> One of the things on the, on, on, the, on the cooking list is solve the Metamore City man-love deficit. <laughs> Chris is busting up to his ear tips right now. <laughs> it's an involuntary reaction. I can't help it. <laughs> reminded really is. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, now, man love deficit. Now I'm reminded of the spa the other night. <laughs> 
But we won't talk about that on mic. No, we won't. <laughs> or if we do, we will we will vet it. We will redact it for the interest of national security. This whole thing will sound like a Jonathan Colton song. Message redacted. Message redacted. Message redacted. <laughs> uh, I had to redact the last feedback episode a lot. <laughs> I noticed. Beep, boing. Beep, 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 beep. Don't, don't yeah. let Boing listen to this episode. <laughs> So back to Tristan. <laughs> yes, so I will be in Metamore City making up for the man love deficit and encouraging. It would be Dan. <laughs> huh? It would be Dan that does it. Well, I had, you know, I did it for Buried Alive in the Blues, too. I've just been going around. Everyone's like, he's the podcaster from San Francisco. Let's bring him in and have him fix our lack of gay men problem. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, guys, just because I live here, you know. <laughs> It's actually all my fault. <laughs> well, Please yeah. Right slash for me. Thank you. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> so yeah, I fixed I fixed erotic Alucard's lack of man love prob- man love problem, and now I'm fixing yours. Uh, I am just going around happily sprinkling sprinkling gay joy everywhere. <laughs> so when are you gonna write? A- so when are you gonna write a special episode for Scott Sigler? <laughs> Well, you know, the crypt would be a good place for some man love. <laughs> Putting the romance in necromancy, are we? No, 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 no. Haven't you been listening to the crypt? No. Oh, it's, it's his new science fiction thriller series. Hmm. Really good. It's set on a... um. They, it's basically the ship that all the rejects that would go into the stockade are sent to. And then they're sent on hopeless missions, so they call it the crypt because no one makes it out alive. So it's like Australia. Kind of like <laughs> Australia meets aliens um, with... Um, meets the Dirty Dozen. Meets the Dirty Dozen, yeah. In space. In space! Siglers <laughs> in space! But yeah, my Sigler audiobooks feed has not updated in iTunes since the end of Nocturnal. Um, and I don't know why. I keep telling it to refresh and look for new episodes. Mm, try subscribing directly from his site. Yeah, that may be what I have to do. He's been having feed burner troubles, too. <clears throat> ah, yes. In fact, he just dumped them this week. He got so fed up. So did I. Yeah. But um, Which, by the way, if any of you are having trouble with my feed not working, but you're getting this episode, you need to go to metamorecity.com get the actual RSS feed address that is located there on the site mm-hmm. and put that into iTunes. Man, everyone if, asks me why I wasn't using FeedBurner. Now you know. <laughs> now we know. And because, you know, and so the, the iTunes directory still has the wrong RSS feed address and I keep pinging them to fix it and they aren't fixing it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what else I can do on that front. You could relist it. I tried. They told me it's already that that it appears this podcast has already been submitted. Uh, and so and they you don't want to delist it and relist it because then you'll lose all your reviews. Too. Exactly. That sucks. Exactly. But um, yeah, so uh, my Metamore City story: man, love, mayhem, murder, mystery in space. In space. Well, there's no M in space, but right. But I'm adding pre- in space to the end of anything makes it better. That's true. I, well, you know, except maybe like taking a walk outside. Mm, that, that that could be a downer. Mm-hmm. But I'm bringing all the M's back into Metamore besides the magic. Mm-hmm. Taking taking out at least some of the magic and bringing all the other M's back so that uh, we restore balance in the M section of the linguistical cosmos. Mm-hmm. 
It's kind of like restoring balance to the force, except this one will make sense. <laughs> and, and it should be fun. And in spite of all the M's, does not involve midichlorians. Yes, no midichlorians. <laughs> no midichlorians. Midichlorians do not exist. <laughs> That's discontinuity, right? I have, yeah, that's discontinuity. That's another TV trope you century. You've gotten me sucked into TV tropes. I wasted so much time there. <laughs> you will, bastard! There is a trope. TV tropes will ruin your life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to get someone to go in there and list the tropes I use. Oh, yeah. Of course. Dan. I need to think of an interesting death thread. Because death by man love is not nearly as fun as the last one. <laughs> I'm actually going to pause this for a second and think of an interesting way to death threat you. By the way, I should point out that when you pause a recording, we can't tell unless you say, I'm going to pause this recording. You could totally fool us. Pause it, go away for four or five hours, have dinner, watch a movie, come back with a fresh idea, and we wouldn't know. It's that's how the, we look all witty and spontaneous. Yeah, you think you think you get this unedited? <laughs> Bullshit. Well, this we actually are, takes twelve hours to record. We are boring as fuck in person. We just edit out all the boring bit. Okay, fucking's more interesting, but you know what I mean. <laughs> We just edit out all the boring bits and give you the fun parts, which is different from the good parts, which is a kick-ass podcast by Nobila, uh, by Nobilis and Cynical Woman. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to point out that I have something interesting I want to talk to you since you're talking about interviews with podcasts and stuff as you enter the, in the end of your run. I plan on rebooting the Universe Tristan podcast and going with a new format, I'm thinking after listening to, you know, the Adam Carolla podcast, that kind of talk show with interesting social commentary and looking at interesting science stories of the week, that appeals to me a lot more than trying to be Escape Pod or the Drabblecast without money. So if you want to come on, I'm planning on starting it up in the first week of April. If you want to come on for the pilot or the second episode as a co-host or for an interview. That would be cool. Although I think you'd be helping me more than I'd be helping you. So I'd love to come on as long as you promise not to uh, drug me with a date rape drug and drag me off to Canada. That would suck. Especially not Winnipeg. (laughs) Especially not Winnipeg. We don't want David to win that one. Um, But yeah, and for... um, I haven't actually posted these on the feed yet, and I need to. But I was on uh, Geek Cred a couple of weeks ago, and I was on uh, I was on uh, the Dead Robot Society this week, and had a killer time. So um, if you guys uh, see me around the Potosphere, um, hope you enjoy it. <laughs> and uh, I'm still looking for more places to get interviewed. T. Morris has just agreed to do a live call-in show and roast of me to wrap this whole thing up. Oh, kick ass! So it'll be a few <laughs> weeks from now, but uh, it should be fun. Awesome. Roast Dan. Yum. All right, guys. I'm in my kitchen right now. I decided to move laptop to the kitchen for this. We're going to have this whole house mapped out by the end of next book. shears. Or as (laughs) podcast novel fans might call it, chicken scissors. Put down the chicken scissors and step away from the penis. (laughs) Chicken scissors. (laughs)
boy. <laughs> so he gave you a death threat by stealing from Sigler? Yes. How unoriginal. Well, you know what uh, Tom Lehrer said. The secret to success in mathematics. Plagiarize. Let no one else's work evade your eyes. Yet another musical interlude. Yet another musical interlude. And, of course, that was plagiarized naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your comments and general insanity, Tristan. I love having you on here. You always make me look so level-headed. <laughs> <laughs> By comparison, <laughs> uh, this is why uh, this is why I I wound up looking so nuts last time because Gail was here and she, although she's not actually sane and level headed, she plays good sane and level headed on TV. Yes, when she puts on her cloche, she manages to, you know, tamp down all of the insanity and keep it under pressure. At least until we get a few glasses of wine in her. And then it just sort of dribbles out at a very slow pace. Yes. And we start singing the Indiana Jones tune. <laughs> doom, 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 doom. And that one too. <laughs> oh, so anyway, that's all I've got for you guys this time. I wanted to do one more episode before the climax of the series. And um, send your questions, comments, criticisms, attaboys, and death threats to Dan at JDSawyer.net to the feedback line at 206-350. Are you sure Chapter 24 wasn't the climax? Yeah. Yeah, 206-350-5739. And, and no, Chapter 24 was not the climax. It was a climax. But the climax Very good climax. Well, yeah, that's buried alive in the blues. It's on screen. So, um, chapter or uh, episode twenty six is the climax, and, and episode twenty seven finishes it off. So, um, should be fun. Episode twenty five should be on the feed by the time you hear this, or very shortly after, as in within an hour or two after. Um, I can't wait to hear what you guys think, and I can't wait to talk to you again after the book is done. And until then, remember... It isn't whether you win or lose. It's how you rig the game. And there's only three episodes left. 